0: Hey Savannah in the Low Country. This is Mike Olah from Mike and Mike in the Morning. The only thing better than ESPN Radio 1400 and FM 104.3 is some good old Coastal Georgia fried shrimp. Oh, does that sound good?
1: This is the Carl DeMasi
2: Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. That's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop Warner football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On
1: ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3.
3: I'm gonna send my
2: Good morning, Savannah and the Lowcountry. Welcome to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report presented to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSEG. And I'm Carl Massey. I'm here every Saturday morning playing two, that's right, two hours of talking about local sports and that's what the show is all about. Talking about local sports. Got to send out a big congratulations to the Bears. That's right, the Bears, not the Chicago Bears, but the Mercer Bears, Daniel Corsi, Jabri Bryan, with a big upset over Duke last night. And once again, local kids, local flavor. We'll have four kids tomorrow playing in the NCAA uh, Division uh, One basketball tournament, men's and women's, and we'll get into that later. But we got a great lineup going up here. We'll talk to the man that's coordinating the explosive Southern Pigskin Dot football camps, and that's Matt Osborne in a couple seconds. Then we'll bring on the coach that had a great run down the block at Armstrong Atlantic State. Uh, that's the women's coach, Fayla Bullock. Uh, we talked to her back in June when she got the job. All excitement, and I'm telling you right now, she caused a lot of excitement with the Lady Pirates run there in the NCAA Division II playoffs. And then we'll wrap it up with Stephen Weeks, our golf guru, talking about Bacon Park. And uh, we got Gator Rivers doing a little dance tonight, I think, or a tip-off party at uh, at Coach's Corner. Well, he'll get into that. And then, of course, our number two will be from 10 until 11. We'll talk to the head coach of Benedictine Basketball, who coached uh, Daniel Corsi and Jabri Bryan over there, Benedictine Doug Willets. He'll give us his uh, take on what happened over there on Seawright Drive, 'cause I'm telling you there was a lot of a lot of excitement and electricity over there at Cadet Land at Benedictine Military School. Then we'll talk to our Wetherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Islands High School soccer star, only a junior, Tyler Lee, has sixty two goals in three years, not even three years. We're not done yet. And he had eleven last week in one week. So Tyler Lee from Islands High School. And then we'll talk to uh Tim Jordan the dean of high school basketball coaches here in Savannah, Georgia. He's at the Georgia Athletic Coaches Association's North-South Basketball Showcase. we got four great games over there, five bucks. It all starts at 11 o'clock. Girls' junior game at 11, girls' senior game at 1, boys' junior game at 3, and then the senior game at 5 for the boys. And a lot of excitement down there at Armstrong Atlantic State University. I tell you, I got a chance to do a live remote at – Calvi Day School on March 8th with the first. Explosive Southern Piketon Dot Football Camp. This was a camp to get kids seen, kids recognized, where they could, uh, you know, rate themselves against a, with the other talent in the area. And I'm telling you right now, it, it was exciting to watch and see these kids out there. And you know, we got kids playing in football, we got kids playing in basketball. But to the parents out there, if you're listening, you have to be seen. You have to get your your stats out there. Coaches know might know your name, and they think you have, you know, the talent. But they want to see you up against the other kids in the area. And you know, you got to. Really Realize, during the football season, college coaches is very tough to get out there to recruit. Uh, basketball season, tough for college basketball coaches to get there to recruit. Uh, during the spring, soccer, basketball, tough to get out there to recruit. So this is something that SouthernPigskin.com is doing, and I think it's very special. And the man that's coordinated coordinating it and you can hear him every weekday here from three to six on espn radio savannah and that's the our weekly show three and out and he's one of the guests he's one of not the guest, but he's one of the uh the uh sports personalities on air personalities and i like to call him mr mt and that's matt osborne good morning matt matt hey carl how you doing good morning Hey, it's Saturday morning, and uh, we're talking local sports. We're talking about the NCAA uh, uh, tournament yesterday, and now you guys putting on another uh, showcase, or what they like to call it a football camp, to rate these guys, get these guys scenes. Just a, such, a, such a great, great concept. I mean, h- how did you guys come up with this, and how did you team up with ExplosiveSports.com? Uh,
4: well, we were sitting back and thinking one day how we could use our media platforms with SouthernPigskin.com, with ESPN Radio. To do a good service and to try to help out our local athletes, and we started talking about it. And um, if you're familiar with the, if you're familiar with our show, this past uh, fall we did our high school game day where we were traveling around to different schools in the area and watching a number of the talented teams and athletes. And we constantly kept making the same statements over and over. Just man, I can't believe that guy's not getting recruited. Man, I can't believe he's not going Division 1 or whatever it may be. We were just overwhelmed with the amount of talent in the area and what we perceive to be a lack of recruiting interest nationally and um, as you know, there are a lot of places that become hotbeds and must-stop places on coaches' lists. You know, coaches are gonna go to Atlanta. They're gonna make a stop in Miami. They feel like they have to get there. And we feel like Savannah and the Lowcountry and South Georgia region in general needs to become a must-stop area because there are so many talented prospects who are doing great things here, who are great kids and are, are in school making grades and are respected people in the community. And we just felt like we owed it to the community to try to do our best to put their name out there. So we partnered up with Explosive Sports. They have a tremendous reputation of doing these camps and of helping kids. And so this provides an opportunity where now you get to come out Um, You get some tremendous instruction from guys who have been there and done it at the highest level. But then we get to use our media platforms and write feature stories and put your information out there and talk about you on the radio, anything that we can do to help spread the word about some of our local athletes. So we're really just hoping that we can do a good service and try to help out some of the athletes in our area.
2: I mean, like I I told you guys last week, or March 8th, when we were at Calvary Day School doing this, and uh, I told two of my kids at Islands High School they needed to come out here and measure themselves, and they were excited about it when it was done. They told hey, coach, we didn't think we were going to be able to measure up to these guys, but they were just as quick, had great hands, just, you know, good foot speed, uh, you know, just, you know, they got to work on technique, and that's the biggest thing, and Matt, you can go a little further on this, and I don't think it's fair, and I'll be honest with you, being a high school coach for over 30 years, I don't think it's fair that we judge kids on their 40 speed, because it's all about technology technique. You start is the biggest thing. But, you know, just seeing them go up on with one-on-one drills, two-on-two drills, three-on-three drills, makes a big difference, right?
4: Oh, absolutely, 100%. And, and that's how we brand our camp. We always say it's a camp. It's not a combine, although we do have a couple of combine events there we do for forty R-Cash, because we do know that some people spend a lot of time training for that. We do the 5 5 shuttle, and then for the big boys, we allow them to go in the room and some bench for us. But
3: we you <laughs> up against another
4: athlete and put you in a game-like scenario and see how you respond. So that's what we're trying to do. The vast majority of our time after we stretch and let you run a little bit, we're going to put you in position drills. You're going to get instruction. You're going to do drills. You're going to compete. <laughs> to... We're going to do one ones. We're going to 2 We're going to über- three. At the end we're gonna have a big showcase for our top performers. We
3: wanna see how people and you come out and you're doing one of the more
4: drills, that's what we're gonna see. So I agree with you hundred percent. You need to play football or you can't, and there's no way to tell
5: that
2: other than putting your drills and you football. Hey, uh, Matt, I know I know you're uh, you're you're a great quarterback in high school, and thing. but stand still so we can get good reception. Let's test it one more time. You there, Matt? Matt, are you there? All right, a little technical difficulty. We were trying to connect with Matt's cell phone. But once again, uh, in Waycross at the Trembling Earth Sports Complex, we have the Southern Pigskin, explosive Southern Pigskin football camp. You can still get out there to Waycross, and you could still get involved. They got some great, great camp instruction. They got N- former NFL players. They got uh, college coaches. We have Travis Taylor, who uh, played on the uh, Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl team. Uh, he was recruited first round draft pick in two thousand and uh, in the year two thousand. Bernard Williams, who played for the Philadelphia Eagles. He was the offensive lineman, big, strong guy. And then we have former Bulldog himself, and uh, NFL defensive lineman, Matt, Matt Storm. So there's a lot of great help out there. So if you want to get out there... It's only two two and a half hours to get out there to Wake Cross. Uh, registration starts at 10:30. It goes from 10:30 to 12. At 12 o'clock, they do a recruiting seminar. They tell these kids what they need to know about recruiting, uh, how to get looked at, and what people look for. So that's exciting. And then uh, at uh, one o'clock, they start to camp. Uh, like we we have small combine drills, 40 yard dash, agility drills. Uh, then we get into uh, you know teaching techniques, uh, one on one, two on two, three on three. Uh, so uh, the big guys. The linemen, they do a couple of, uh, you know, they do a lot of uh, agility drills. They go inside and lift some weights to see how strong they are. So, once again, a great concept. And if you've never been to SouthernPigskin.com, they have all the football news you want to know about here in Southeast Georgia. And I'm telling you right now, they're known throughout the United States. So, that's SouthernPigskin.com. Today, they have the explosive SouthernPigskin.com football. Camp at the Trembling Earth Sports Complex out there in uh, Wake Cross, Georgia. You need to get out there. Registration starts at 1030. Camp starts at uh, 12 o'clock with a little seminar, and then they start at 1 o'clock. They had food last time at um, Calvary Day School. Kids get a T-shirt, so once again, it's $40 to, to register when you show up. Get involved. Get seen. Be explosive. And as they're saying, tick, tick, boom, the clock's kicking for you to get seen by the rest of of the area and college coaches. Well, that's quarter number two of the first hour. And I do uh, appreciate that you're listening to me. I'm Carl DeMasi. Remember, this is brought to you by Optum Orthopedics. They have 26 of the finest and best-trained orthopedic surgeons in the area. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center. They have digital MRI. They have x-ray services, physical therapy. It's all in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care. And remember, they're doctor-led and patient-focused. And they do support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 East Grand Avenue right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at That's O-P-T-I-M, Health. Dot com. Next up, we'll talk to the coach that had a great run with her Lady Pirates in the Division II NCAA Basketball Championships, and that's Fayla Bullock. Remember, she got the job way back in June. She came on here right away with a lot of excitement, and I'm telling you right now, she's got that program over there very, very very excited about what's going to happen next year because they got some good players coming back. Player of the year was only a freshman. You're listening to the Call Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Ortho Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSCG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network.
1: ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head is your exclusive local home for Mike and Mike in the Morning. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m., the nation's most popular sports talk show. Mike Greenberg and Mike Golick get your morning started off with a unique mix of brains and brawn. From their stone cold lead pipe locks to the news of the weird and interviews with the latest newsmakers in sports. Join Greeny and Golick every weekday morning right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head. AM 1400 and FM 104. Point three. And now back to the Carl Demasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics, on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM fourteen hundred and FM one
6: hundred four point three. <laughs>
2: today's show is presented to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. And I'm called Demasi. I'm here every Saturday morning from 9 until 11, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, just talking local sports. We can get into national sports, but it's so much more fun talking about what's going on here locally in in, in sports, whether it's college sports, high school sports, uh, the youth sports, middle school sports. It, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, I do a lot of research every weekend or every week getting... Coming up to the show, and it, I mean, you wouldn't believe how much information is out there about our local athletics, our local sports teams, our local uh, colleges. It's a lot of fun. And this week has been a lot of fun. Even last week was a lot of fun. Uh, and if you got a chance, you could have followed this team's run on the NCAA Division II um uh, in the NCAA Division II Women's Basketball Tournament, and this lady we talked to way back in uh, June when she got hired on June 20th as the new Pirates, uh, Lady Pirates head coach. She brings a lot of electricity to the program. She's she's into it. She's 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 strong. She she loves basketball. She loves her team. Hey, you know, she's no stranger to Peach Bells Conference either. Uh, she was an assistant coach at um, Columbus State for two years. Uh, she went on took on a uh, junior college, Central Georgia Technical College in Macon, and they went on a 25 and six run and what's different so first year here she goes 21 and eight uh, she wins the East division in the conference in the Peach Belt Conference uh, 10 and one at home I mean just a great a great run by this uh, program and uh, this lady leading the program and joining us now on the ESPN Radio Sonata AM 1400 and F 104.3 FM hotline is the Armstrong Atlantic State head women's basketball coach Fayla Bullock. good morning Fayla good morning how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Well, I'm glad you're on again. I can remember way back in uh, June when we did this when you got hired here. I mean, uh, Chad uh, hooked me up. The sports uh, information director, Chad Jackson, does a great job getting the information about you guys. Did you foresee this type of season happening way back when you when you took this job?
3: Um. Well, there was always the hope that that we would do well this first season, but uh, um, not as well as we did now. No. So I'm, I'm excited for the run that we made there at the end. But um, you know, I, I hope that we were a competitive team and that uh, we found a way to win. I think that that rings true. But did I think we'd be twenty eight twenty one 21, and eight, and have an appearance in the Sweet 16? No.
2: Were you shocked when you got invited? Because I know at the end of the season when you guys lost the net, and I know you ran 10 straight, you know, I followed you very closely. You ran tra- 10 straight wins off. You get to the Peach Bell Conference. You lose in the first round. Did you Did you think you were going to get an invite? Um,
3: we were hopeful, but no. I thought Georgia College might have snuck in in front of us because they, they had a good run in the conference tournament. But... Um, you know, we were hopeful, but at the end, no, we were we were surprised to see our name up there.
2: To be honest, well, I know Savannah was excited about it, and uh, you guys did a great job, and it was fun following you in the in the tournament. Now, let's talk about the young ladies that you came in and you had to meet because some of them were there before you got there. Tell us what was that like getting them to believe in what you wanted to do? And I mean, they really believed in it. They took took the ball and ran with it. You gave them the ball. I mean, just just unbelievable.
3: Yeah, it it really has been unbelievable. Um, We had a group of uh, six, at the time, seven seniors, and then, of course, one of them, Tori Kovicki-McNutt, ended up having hip surgery, so she uh, sat this season. But uh, those six seniors really, um, they were invested early because they wanted to win. I think they believed me early when I told them that I could help them win basketball games, that they would just do it the way that I thought we needed to do it. And they didn't fight me on it. They got in. They so worked hard. You know, what I think I brought to the program is a, is a different discipline than what they've had in the past, I think, a little bit. And, uh, you know, whenever you bring discipline, you probably have to prepare yourself for the, you know, for the fallback or the pushback. And uh thankfully for us, we, you know, They didn't do that. They didn't push back on it. They just accepted, you know, what it was, accepted the coaching and the conditioning. And um, when all the chips fell, they, you know, they were a team that wanted to to win at the end of the day. And so all the things that they did to prepare for that allowed them to have that success. And I I was just really fortunate to have a group that that wanted it. They were hungry for it. They just needed the leadership to, to show them that it could be done.
2: Well, you came in and did a good job uh, showing them the right way. But uh, coach, I got to ask you this: Do you have a a a, a national uh, international team? I got you girls from Hungary, Scotland, New Zealand. Uh, Don't let me forget another girl from Hungary, Uh, and then you got girls from all over the United States. Uh, So you got an international and a uh, domestic team there. How do these girls gel with all these different backgrounds and cultures?
3: You know that's that's the really neat thing about not just basketball but all sports is you really get to meet people from different cultures and backgrounds because of what you what you love to do and and that's you know playing the sport. These girls love basketball. It's been in their life for many, many years. Um, so, Initially, they come in, and they're they're all the same. We don't look at where they're from or how tall they are, how short they are, what they say, what they don't say. We just expect them to do the basketball way of Armstrong. So it was really neat to see the transition of them getting to know each other, working well together. And, uh, you know, they really have some great personalities. They're a fun group to be around. So some of them, you know, you get the kind of quirky, uh, you know, maybe if like the Hungarians don't know the word in English and they're trying right. to describe something. It actually makes it very funny to listen to. Uh, the <laughs> gal from New Zealand has the coolest accent around. I mean, you just want to be around that girl because she's got just a cool accent. Right. And then at uh, Scotland, we just love when she says her numbers in purple. So, uh, you know, it's kind of a neat uh, situation when they get to really learn about different cultures. And uh, they mesh well because they love the sport that they play. But uh, they ended up becoming sisters. And it just was really a neat transition to see.
2: Well, I'm telling you, they gelled. They drilled. Unbelievable, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun following them. Being a local guy, loving college basketball, loving basketball, and you know, I have a lot more experience, like 17 years coaching uh, high school girls and coaching 13 years of high school guys. So I know what you're dealing with and how the girls have to come together. And now you, you're graduating seven or seven seniors ago, and I don't know how many were red-shirted, that can come back. But now you got to fill those holes. Uh, what's the game plan on filling uh, filling those uh, big shoes that are left by those seniors?
3: I know. Yeah, you know, it would really be tough to recreate this uh, magic that we've had this season. But um, the good thing is those seniors are leaving behind a new legacy and tradition for Armstrong. And I think when we go out and recruit the new players to the program, we can say, hey, we've had a sweet 16 run. We, we were first on the east side. We finished third overall. We've got some all-conference players. we got the freshmen of the year coming back to play for us. You know, we've we've got some perks there that uh, they have created because of the way that they play and how hard they play. So we're excited for that opportunity, and I think we've got some great uh, recruits on the line that want to be a part of what we're trying to create here. So, so that's the good part. You know, when you when you have success, people want to be a part of that, which is the neat part. You know, we're not fighting the other way, trying to beg them to come on board. They, you know, they they like what we're doing here, and they want to be a part of it. So. I'm hopeful that the, uh, the group of returners that come back will uh, prepare the new group that we'll bring in and, and that we'll have an opportunity to make another run next season.
2: All right. I know we're up against the clock here. we got about a minute to go, and I saw online that you uh, – now, I don't want you to break any NCAA rules here. Now, are you allowed to publicize that you're having an open tryout for any high school seniors or college transfers or junior college players? Uh, can we say that over the air?
3: Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it yeah. Focus. It's an open tryout um, offered to anybody who w- would like an opportunity to come be a pirate. Um, and you know, we do campus tours to share about Armstrong, um, and and also give them that opportunity to try to work out and get evaluated by the coaches. We're excited about the opportunity here, and um, hopeful that we'll we'll find some great recruits out of it.
2: Well, Coach, I know I would love to talk to you for about another 20 minutes, but, you know, we got we got to go to a break here. Great job. Enjoyed talking to you uh, the first time way back in June. Enjoyed talking again. Great job. Proud to say that the Lady Pirates are uh, making Savannah proud. Keep up the great work and look forward to meeting you personally. Awesome. Thank you so much. And that's Coach Fayla Bullock of the Armstrong Lady Armstrong Pirates. Uh, once again, unbelievable season, 21-8, good run, Sweet 16 in the Division Two. uh NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament, there's an open tryout coming. I'll post it on my Facebook. So if you're a high school senior or you're a junior college player, you live in the area, you want to give it a shot, Just go to that open tryout. Great lady, great program. Once again, our very own. You're listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We'll be back with the Savannah guru of golf, Stephen Weeks, right after this break. And remember, it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network.
1: And now, to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report sponsored by Optimal on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head AM 1400 and FM 104.3
2: And today's show is brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, at 104.3 FM WSEG. We're running up against the clock here, so I want to get this next guy in because he's always got a, a plethora of knowledge of what's going on here in Savannah sports. And that's the columnist joining us now on the ESPN, Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline is Stephen Elmo Weeks. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning, Carl. Hey, glad you come on again. It's always a pleasure having you on here, and I know you got a lot of news to tell us about what's going on at Bacon Park. Well, you know the the most important thing going on
5: at Bacon Park right now is that they've hired a uh, an architect named Richard Mandel, one of the top golf architects in uh, in the country. He uh, his offices are in the the home of American Golf, Pinehurst, North Carolina, and he is. He is considered a, uh, one of the top five golf architects in the country. He is a, he is a truly uh, elite uh, golf architect, and that is, that's quite, uh, quite a demonstration of, of what's going to happen out at Bacon Park Hall. I think that means that we're about to see something truly spectacular take place. I don't think that Richard Mandel is going to, you know, it, it does anything halfway. So we're going to see something uh, something spectacular at Bacon Park.
2: Well, you know, my wife and I uh, drive past, we've, we've driven past uh, Bacon Park on Truman Parkway. My, my wife says to me the other night, and she doesn't play golf, she goes, I can't believe how big Bacon Park is, and it, 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 really looks, it really looks like a nice golf course. Now, this is a person that never played golf, has never played golf, but she's just impressed with the way they're cleaning up that whole structure.
5: Right, and I'll tell you, you know. Right now, Carl, the, the conditions of the course are not very good. There's no question about it. But you know, what's exciting about this is this, this guy Richard Mandel, the golf architect. He's worked with Nicholas and Watson and, and all of the you know the big names that we know in in, in professional golf and in golf architecture and so. Oh, I think that goes a long way to demonstrating what OC Wells Golf Properties plans to do. I don't think that they're planning to make Bacon Park into a good municipal golf course. I think they're planning to make Bacon Park into a legitimately great golf course. That's what Richard Mandel does. He he uh, he builds and lays out and designs, you know,
3: uh,
5: top-notch, world-class golf courses. And I'll tell you, he had he is—he's an- a specialist in the uh, Donald Ross courses, which, of course, Bacon Park is. And I think that's where—that's where, that's where uh, you know we're really going to see something special happen out there. Is now we've got a specialist, um, a guy who knows more about Donald Ross than anybody else uh, in the country right now. He's going to restore that golf course to the way it's supposed to look.
2: Well, it looks—it looks extremely, extremely. Uh, transformed, or it's transforming. I don't know how the, the fairways are on the greens, but I'm telling you right now, it looks like it's going to be something special. And I know you got something special coming up, the Gator Golf Classic. Let's get some news out there and how people can get involved in it.
5: Yeah, you know, Carl, so um, my grandmother, uh, uh, Helma Traver, my mother's mother, suffers from dementia, and it's been extremely difficult for our entire family over the past, you know, five or six years to go through. She's in assisted living care right now. And I am chairing a golf tournament called the Gator Golf Classic. Uh, it's to support the Dancing Stars of Coastal Georgia campaign of Gator Rivers, the uh, basketball player, former Harlem Globetrotter. Now, Gator Rivers is going to be a dancing star of Coastal Georgia, which, of course, supports the uh, Coastal Georgia chapter, the Alzheimer's Association. They do amazing work all over uh, 15 counties in South Georgia. Uh, that golf tournament is going to be on April 28th at the club at Savannah Harbor, and we would we are really encouraging people. Please come play in the golf tournament. It's going to be a lot of fun. We have great prizes. We've got hundreds and hundreds of gift cards and prizes, and people are really helping us with this. And the most important thing we need is for people to play in the golf tournament. It's only 110 dollars to play as an individual, or 400 bucks for a team of four. Uh, play a great golf course and support a great cause. This is the best way to support, um, you know, something in our community that's important. By, By supporting Dancing Stars of Coastal Georgia, we support the Coastal Georgia chapter of the Alzheimer's Association. And those people provide resources that help families like mine cope with the difficulty of someone who's suffering a memory loss disease. And it is a terrible, terrible thing to go through. I know you know what it's like, too. It is a brutal thing to go through for
2: your family. Oh, yeah, my mom's got it living up in Danville, Virginia, with my brother. So when I get there, she, she sort of remembers who I am, but it's really tough because then she forgets about two minutes later. So uh, once again, Steve, great cause. Uh, got, uh, got about a minute and a half left with you. Okay, Savannah Morning News, the columnist, Stephen Elmo Weeks. What do you got going on special for us tomorrow? Well, I'm, I, I actually am getting it right.
5: I never really understood. You know, i played in a lot of charity golf tournaments. I've played in a lot of scramble tournaments to support Different uh, charity organizations. I never really understood how important it was before I got involved in this thing, and it's given me a whole new perspective on how to play in these tournaments and, and what what to focus on while you're playing in these tournaments. I think I think it's really important people understand when you go to one of these things, the money that you're that you're paying to play in the golf tournament is really important to the organization that it's supporting, and you know, go out there with the, with. Good sportsmanship, and remember to focus on the most important thing, which is what you're supporting. Anybody who wants to play in the Gator Golf Classic, please call me at 912-596-6016. You know, I'll help you sign up and register, and, you know, we, we want to have a great event and raise as much money as possible for Dancing Stars of Coastal Georgia.
2: You got it, boss. I appreciate it. We're up against the clock. Always a pleasure, and uh, we'll, we'll get together next week and do this all over again. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks, Carl. Have a great day. You too. Once again, Stephen Elmo Weeks, the columnist from Savannah Morning News. His column will be in the paper tomorrow, the Savannah Morning News. Please read it. It's about a, a great, a great cause. And I'm telling you right now, I got a parent that has Alzheimer's and I know what exactly what he's going through. So uh, get out there and support us. Well, hour number one is in the books. We'll come back with hour number two. We got Doug Willis, the head coach of Benedictine, talking about the two boys playing over there at Mercer who knocked off Duke. We got the athlete of the week in Islands High School, Weatherton Chiropractic. Clinic Athlete Week, Steve, um, Stephen Lee. Tyler Lee, we'll be right back. It's the Call to Sportsport right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. It's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. <laughs>
1: This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM
6: 104.3.
2: This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. That's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, city league. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it.
1: On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3.
6: I'm <laughs> going
2: Good morning, Savannah and the Country. Welcome to hour number two of the Call Democracy Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSCG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Hour number one is down, game one is down. We had a great first uh, hour with, of course, Matt Osborne, who's who is the coordinator of the explosive SouthernPigskin.com football camp going on right now at the Trembling Earth Sports Complex out in Wake Cross. You still have time to get out there. If you're a football player and you want to get seen, Parents, you want to help your kid do this. You got to go to camps like this to get seen. You got to get uh, ex college coaches or college coaches or NFL football players to see you and spread the word about how good you really are. And you also can measure yourself against the other talent in this area. Right now, it's out in Waycross, so it's about two hours and fifteen minutes to two and a half hours from Savannah. We had it here. Two weeks ago, March 8th, at Calvary Day School, great turnout, over 100 kids. Registration goes on from 10.30 to 12, so you got plenty of time to register. From 12 to about 1, they do a little college seminar. They tell you what the college coaches are looking for. And uh, then you get out there on a the field from 1 to 5. You do drills. You do a little uh, combine uh, events so they can measure your ability. And it's a lot of fun. It's only $40. So right now, you can register for the second Explosive Southern Pikston dot football camp out at Trembling Earth Sports Complex in Waycross. Get out there right away. It starts at twelve o'clock. Forty dollars. You can probably register up to one o'clock. So it's about it's forty dollars to register and get out and get some good skills. In the first quarter of the second hour, we're going to talk in a couple of seconds with the head coach of Benedictine Military School basketball program. That's Doug Willis talking about our two guys. We got Daniel Corsi and Jabri Bryan playing for Mercer, who upset. Duke last night. The Bears, 78-71. We'll get to him in a couple of seconds. Second quarter of the second hour, which will happen about 10-17. We'll talk to the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic athlete of the week. Islands High School junior soccer star, Tyler Lee, over 62 goals in only three years of playing high school soccer. Pretty impressive. He scored 11 goals last week. And then we'll talk to the Dean. Of the coaches here in Savannah, Georgia, is the high school coaches, Tim Jordan, who's assisting at the Georgia Athletic Coaches Association's North-South Basketball Showcase at Armstrong, starts at 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock junior girls, 1 o'clock senior girls, 3 o'clock uh, junior boys, and at 5 o'clock senior boys, so we got a lot going on, we got a lot of hot things going on, and if you didn't miss, uh, if you missed the NCAA basketball tournament yesterday, I'll tell you right now, what excitement seeing two local kids in the dance, upset in Duke, no less, number three seed, the Mercer Bears, the Bears, and I know it was crazy over it. Benedictine this week. They were watching the games. They were excited about it. Electricity, newspapers, uh, reporters, uh, TV guys. And, uh, you know, I'm a radio guy. I couldn't get out there because, you know, I do teach during a week. But joining us now on the ESPN Radio AM 1400 104.3 FM hotline is the head coach of the Benedictine Military School Cadets Basketball Program, Doug Willits. Willis. Good morning, Doug. Good morning. How are you? Hey, Doug, you know, I'm glad you could join me. I'm sitting here on a Saturday morning looking across at Hunter Army Airfield Golf Course and talking local sports. What more could you want, coach?
0: Uh, Not much more. Thank you for having me, by the way. And uh, I'm definitely looking forward to getting on the golf course more.
2: <laughs> I understand that feeling. Uh, that's the coach's life. Uh, you, you know, when do you have free time to go out there and, uh, enjoy what's going on that everybody gets to enjoy? But I'm telling you right now, you guys must be having a good time over there at, at Benedictine Military School right there on C. Wright Drive with those two young former cadets making a big splash in the dance, of Corsi and, uh, of course, Debrie Bryan. And you had the honor of coaching them. You were assistant coach when they were junior and senior, seniors, but it's still something special, coach, isn't it?
0: Oh, it is is so special. Uh, I tell you, the atmosphere yesterday, it was, it was as if they played the game uh, on our campus. Uh, The kids just went nuts after, uh, after the game was over. And like you said, the, uh, seeing kids grow and work like, like those two, uh, and then to see them succeed and, and to succeed on such a high level is just, you know, it's every, for me, it's, it's something that coaches really work hard for. Uh, to see, educate the kids, teach the kids, spend that extra time with them, so so they they put in the time and the work in the weight room, the classroom, in the gym, and and for this moment, uh, it's just it's exceptional. And and not to mention what great kids they are. Their uh, their they're parents and, and have done a fantastic job with. i was talking to Danny yesterday. He calls me sir still, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> it's. it's It gives you a really nice feeling to see them succeed like that.
2: I mean, well, that's 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 the uh, culture down here, especially what, what you guys do over there at BC with the discipline and the uh, the, uh, the military, uh, I guess, regime or uh, regiment that you follow and just having those kids being so res- respectful. But I, wa- I want you – I mean, we've seen this kid grow. I mean, I remember Daniel Corsi when he was, uh, you know, in ninth grade and he was a skinny, tall kid and, you know, you guys were working with him, trying to get the skills. He's just matured into such a, a unbelievable athlete and a jabri- Brian, we know he had the talent. I mean, because he was one of the better players in the city when he was over there. BC. Just watching these kids transform physically and mentally—it's—it's got to be rewarding.
0: Oh, it's—it's—it's it's, it, it, it's every coach's dream. Like I said, it's great to see uh, Jabri. Um, you know, he through high school he he was he was a great player, uh, and as soon as they actually both of them when they when they went to Mercer, um, they hit the weight room even harder than what they were doing at BC. And both of them, I know Daniel's probably put on about 20 to 25 pounds. Uh, his shoulders are popping out there now, which is great. Jabri's, uh, you know, he's dunking it a lot easier. Uh, one thing about Jabri though, and, and it's, it's uh, it's a testament to, to his parents and, and kind of the BC nature. Uh, he went through those two knee injuries and um, it was tough on him. I spoke with him through those times and he was struggling a little bit, but his, It was all in his response, you know. When we face adversity, the key is how we respond. And he responded, I'm just going to go back to work. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to get back on the floor again. And now you see what happened yesterday, and it just kind of warms your heart, you know, because you know those are the things we don't see when you're rehabbing and working. And it wasn't just one year. It was two years for him. Um, it's a very impressive thing to see them succeed. And let me throw this in. They're both also going to graduate in May. Uh, Jabri still has two more years of eligibility left. He'll, he'll go to grad school and continue to play. Uh, and then we hope Daniel uh, moves on to that next level. Uh, we got our fingers crossed on that one. He's looking awful good, though.
2: Well, they're both looking awfully good, and you know Jabri Bryan. Everybody knew about him. Uh, outstanding high school uh, player here in Savannah, Georgia, and just to get to the next level, to get to college, and have those two uh, devastating knee injuries is something that most kids wouldn't even want to want to deal with, and to come back from. And what's special is the NCAA is granting them two year two redshirt years, which is medical redshirt years, which is also unbelievable.
0: Oh yeah, he. he... It's, you know, and it's, it's, it's great with the coaches we have at BC. We preach that a lot, and, and they always have. Uh, if you talk to our alumni, and, and uh, one in particular, Tommy Cannon, uh, who kind of reared these guys from their freshman year on. Uh, you know, you're going to have adversity. The one thing, and you know as a coach, too, you know, has an official ever made a mistake? Uh, has a player ever made a mistake? Has, have we ever made a mistake? Yeah, we all do, all the time. But how do we respond to it? Do we just throw our hands up, walk out of the gym, uh, we quit? No, you press on. Uh, you, bad short-term memory, and, and that's what he did with that. He, it was, it was tough on him. Uh, he, he was struggling with it. He, you know, it's frustrating. It's like he just wants to play basketball, but he's dealing with an injury that's going to sideline him for another year, uh, and then to have the same thing happen the next year, just wow. But he put his head down. He went back to work, and now look what he's a part of. He's a part of a a, a great thing at Mercer right now.
2: I mean, you you get online and you put in uh, Mercer Bears or you put in Daniel Corsi, Jabir Bryant. So much. I mean, just the mass social media that's getting, you know, that 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 these kids get today is unbelievable. And you know, you're talking about a Cinderella story, and you're talking about the Atlantic Sun Conference. Remember last year we had Florida Gulf Coast. Now you got the Mercer Bears. I mean, it's not a bad conference either. And you're a basketball coach, and you know that.
0: Oh yeah, that's it. I tell you, I talked to Danny last week about when they came to the school. And he was, and a lot of the kids. And he was saying, "You just don't understand that game at Florida Gulf Coast where they won." He said, "It's loud on TV." He said, "But you can't hear anything." He said, "They have to write stuff on the clipboards during timeouts because you just can't hear. It's so loud in those places." And that—that's the—that's Those are the atmospheres we love as coaches, whether it's at home or on the road. I I love those atmospheres. A lot of people, a lot of excitement. Uh, well, that's why we got March Madness the way we do now. It's, uh, it's so great to be a part of it in such a small way in my case.
2: <laughs> well, well, coach, uh, you know, tomorrow, Mercer takes on Tennessee, which we have another local kid playing for Tennessee McCray. So we got three kids from the Savannah area playing some hoots tomorrow night. 610 on TNT. What, what, what is Cadet Nation going to do next, uh, tomorrow? They're going to get together at the school or everybody's going to watch it on their own?
0: Uh, everybody will be watching it on their own. That's, uh, we kind of hate that. We, uh, I, I, it was so much fun yesterday. I mean, there's there's videos of. I'll tell you what the kids did after uh, after the, the game ended. Everybody came flying down the hallways into the well, and uh, they all and nobody was directing them. They came right to the well, the center of our school, and, and got together and sang the fight song, uh, just like <laughs> they did with Danny and Sabri last week. It, it was just awesome. So great to be a part of. Uh, but no, I think tomorrow will be kind of on on their own. I think it's great though because I know McCray and uh, and Jabri, they, they all know each other. I mean, they played together in, in summer ball uh, here in Savannah back in high school. So, I mean, that, that'll be a good little reunion for them, I'm sure.
2: Well, it, it's going to be it's going to be exciting. You got Daniel Corsi and you got McCray from Liberty County, right? Liberty County, you played at, right? Yes. Yes. So you got, you know, and, and you, the funny thing is, if I'm not mistaken, don't they both wear the number 52? Yes, they do. <laughs> how ironic. Well, Doug, uh, always a great, great uh, job. Always a pleasure to talk to you. And I mean, wh- wh- and I'll, I got to get off you because I know I'm running overtime here. But I got to tell you what, seeing these two kids play or three kids play and how the area has come together to take Mercer under their wings is something special, isn't it?
0: Oh, it's awesome. i I'm I'm in Richmond Hill now for a baseball game. Went to a gas station, and there were some people talking about the Mercer Bears. Awesome, man. I'm telling you, it's, it's, a, it's a good, great environment, great experience.
2: Well, uh, great job. I, t- I thank you for taking the uh, time to come on here on short notice. And uh, I know you guys are used to saying, go cadets, but I'm saying, go Bears.
0: Hey, I, I really appreciate you having me. Go cadets and go Bears, man.
2: Have a good one, Doug. I appreciate it. You too. Thank you very much. And that's the head basketball coach at Benedictine Military School, Doug Willis. Willis. He was the assistant coach when uh, Jabri and uh, Daniel Corsi, Jabri Bryan, were seniors at uh, juniors and seniors at uh, BC. Great job. Excitement tomorrow night, six ten on TNT. If you don't have, if you don't have cable. Hey, you got to get out, or you got to go somewhere to watch this game. Coach's Corner. I mean, not a bad place. They got a big uh, March Madness tournament going on. Once again, this cannot be possible without 26 of the finest and best-trained orthopedic surgeons supporting this show, and that's Optimal Orthopedics. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, X-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy, one convenient location. Optimal Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 End Avenue, right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. Or you can visit them on a the worldwide Web at www.optim, that's O-P-T-I-M, health, optimhealth.com. Next up, the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Islands High School Junior Soccer Player, Tyler Lee. 62 goals in three years, and he's not done yet, not too shabby. You're listening to the Call of the Masters Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network.
1: And now back to the Carl DeMossi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400
6: and FM 104.3. <laughs>
2: And I'm glad you can join me for the Call Aussie Sports Report every Saturday morning right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. Once again, all brought to you by Optim Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio. Savannah. And, you know, this is the part of the show that, you know, is a lot of fun. We bring the, the, the good kids on, the kids that have or, – or the athletes who have been very successful. Last week we had Alexis Mercer from Armstrong Atlantic State softball from South Duffingham. She was on fire. So, I, I mean, if you got a nomination – Please, please call me at 912-507-9158. Go to my Facebook page, the Call of Demasi Sports Report, and uh, you know, nominate a kid. I mean, we had uh, Chippa Wiley throwing uh, one hitter uh, the other night. We had uh, Stevie Powers last night. We had uh, Dominique Ingram throwing a no-hitter uh, the other night. If these kids have done something special, let's get them on the radio. Let's give them some little uh, publicity. I mean, that's what it's all about. And uh, that's what I want you to do. So it's the Call of Demasi Sports Report. You can tweet me at KD Sports Report. Let's get the good kids on here. And this kid had an unbelievable week last week. And you know, I know it. You know, people saying, "Well, look at the teams he played against." But Baloney, You score 11 goals in three games. You're doing something special. And if you know anything about soccer, it's from the midfield position. He's not even an attacker or a forward. So he, he's sacrificing the position he loves to help his team out this year. And uh, as of right now. Uh, he's got 62 goals in his high school career as a freshman as a freshman He scored 32 goals last year as a sophomore. He scored 19 goals. He's been a Savannah morning news first team all-Star or uh, Best of Prep's first team uh, recipient the last two years. He's on his way to be, uh, hopefully, the soccer player this year. I'm a little biased because uh, he also is my uh, field goal and punter at Islands High School uh, for football. So, uh, But I'm telling you, as his coach said, it's one of the hardest kids or hardest-working kids he's ever coached. Hardest-working player he's coached in 13 years. He's an outstanding student, leader on the field, has a great understanding of the game, He thinks like a coach, and that's what all coaches love. They want to have players out there. Never comes off the field. He's played almost 100% of all the games that he's been in high school, and that's, of course, a good friend of mine, uh, Dante Casagrande, the head soccer coach. I I, I had the pleasure of coaching him with with him at Groves. Now he's at Islands. Great soccer coach. Great soccer mind. He's part of the, uh, I guess now, the Savannah United uh, soccer program, so he knows his soccer. And uh, like I said, he scored 11 goals in three games this weekend. Four against Brantley County. He had Three against Jenkins and they had four against Johnson. And he's joining us now in the ESPN Radio AM 1400 104.3 FM studio. And that's, of course, our weathering team chiropractic clinic athlete of the week, okay, Tyler Lee. Okay, you got to understand, I got him in my class, and there's a student in front of him named Stephen Lee, so I tend to say Stephen first, but it's Tyler Lee. Tyler, great to have you on. Uh, Great week last week. Uh, Once again, congratulations. Thank you, Coach. Well, you know, you've been playing soccer all your life, and I know. when you were, uh, uh, I guess you were a freshman, and uh, I tried to get you to come out and play some uh, football, and I understand, you know, soccer is your future, and uh, you're very good at it, but you also got a good leg, which could get you something in football, too, but we'll get that at later on, but, uh, you know, 62 goals in your career, already. when did this all start, when did you start playing soccer?
7: I started playing soccer when I was four years old at Toby Wy- or the Islands YMCA. Now, was there anybody that uh, pushed you into this, or you just wanted to go out there and start kicking the ball? Definitely, my dad. He wanted me to start out in a fun sport so I can always have my options open to play other sports. Now, you know, other
2: sports. Now, you also, you know, you've played other sports and you played football in middle school, and uh, now you're you're concentrating on soccer. You've scored 62 goals, but also now. You've moved to the midfield, which if people don't know much about soccer, that's sort of like an offensive, defensive-minded player, right? Yes, sir. But, you know, soccer has so many, so many other parts of the game. I mean, you, you could be a defensive w- wizard and play back on defense. You could be an attacker. What, what, what about the sport of soccer do you like or appreciate the most? Is it playing one position or just playing all positions?
7: It doesn't really matter what position. I really enjoy the atmosphere and the competition of the sport. There's always a thrill. The clock never stops. You never know what's going to happen. And you never stop running, yes, sir. Especially in practice with Grande, right? <laughs> Definitely. I mean, people don't know how much running goes into the game of soccer. Two miles in thirteen minutes. That's so <laughs> proud. Yeah, that,
2: that's that, that's their uh, their uh, rating uh, rate. You got to do two miles in thirteen minutes to, to, to be part of that. We
7: team. actually finished everybody yesterday.
2: Everybody finished yeah, two miles. And 13.
7: Wow, that's pretty impressive.
2: So I mean, so you enjoy the open field of running now. Which skill do you like the best? I mean, is it the attacker, the scorer? Is it the defender keeping the person uh, off the ball so they don't score? What do you like? What, what position do you like, or what skill do you like the most?
7: Well, my position, I got moved down to this year as an attacking midfielder. Controlling the ball, decision making, and passing and finishing are key skills to help me out on the field. Well, you know, but, you know, but isn't there more of a thrill when you score, though?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> now you had to sacrifice because you've been an attacker or a forward, mm-hmm. so you got to move back now because of uh, you know kids getting hurt, or kids uh, not being able to get to the you know on the varsity team, and uh, you're sacrificing what you like to do most. But what is the routine that helps you or has helped you become a better soccer player?
7: Well, I simply go in the practice and push myself 110 percent every single day. Yeah, but you've also played a lot of traveling soccer. I mean, you Uh, go
2: against some of the best in the area. I think you are on the Georgia Olympic developmental team. Yes, sir. And I know it's a lot because you had to travel, but there's got to be more to it than just in practice. Do you go out and kick balls? Do you go out and dribble? Well,
7: when I'm not in soccer practice, I try to hit the field as much as I can. And you don't want to kick a football because that throws off your (laughs) uh, soccer leg, right? It's kind of confusing at times. So, but uh, now...
2: As far as uh let's let's um, this is a question I didn't ask you do you feel that being part of the weight training program, I know it's you know it's it's modified because we only have fifty minutes in the weight room. Do you think lifting weights helps soccer players also?
7: Oh, it's definitely.
2: I know because in colleges they really stress that, don't they? Yes, sir. So I mean, yeah, you know, he's grown into a mature junior, and uh, he's still got another year to go. Now, as far as other sports he play, we also gave it away. You played football for us at Islands High School. Any other sports that you know you play that you really enjoy, or is it just
7: soccer? Well, when I was little, I used to play baseball, but. I've kind of grown out of that. I've stuck to more of football and soccer. Now, as far as
2: football goes, and, I, you know, people don't know that, you know, and, you know, Dad's probably listening, that he wants to get on a field besides being a kicker. Do you think it, it's worth that chance because you are such a good soccer player and you are
7: such a good kicker and punter? Well, I mean, I'm not really that focused on football. I'm more focused on soccer getting into college and basically probably I walk on. So you, you know you enjoy the football because of the camaraderie, but you I rather love just... the atmosphere of the football.
2: <laughs> but you know you know soccer or which really is called football, okay we have American football uh, which is you know NFL college and then you have football. I mean it's the same people you, you explain it to people that it's just as physical as regular fo- as American football isn't it?
7: Oh, of course.
2: I mean, I've looked up the research and I've seen that more kids get hurt playing soccer than they do American football. And you, you get concussions in the sport. You get, you know, banged up knees, banged up ankles. It, it's just like that in either sport. Now, being a student, and as Coach Casa Granati told me, you're, you're a good student. Do you participate in any other extracurricular activities outside of athletics?
7: Well, between sports, academics, and work, I don't have much time.
2: <laughs> not much time to do it, and he's also working, okay? So how do you spend your free time when you're not working or at school? Do I you do s- enjoy other things, fishing, hunting?
7: I love spending time with my friends and fishing, hunting, all that stuff, going to the beach. It's always enjoying Enjoy relaxing. what a teenager does. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Now, of course, we've got to throw out some love to your friends, okay? Who else on the uh, Island's high school Shark soccer team is having a good season besides you?
7: Well, there's a freshman, Chaz Bowie from Coastal Middle School. I feel like he's a huge threat when he has the ball in front of the goal. AP, Alex Perdowski, he's always first to the ball. He He's probably the smallest person on the field, but he plays like he's the biggest. So two young guys right there helping out the team over there
2: at Islands High School. Now, now what do people know, need to know about... This year's Island's High School Sharks soccer team. I mean, we know that you're always one of the better public schools. You guys made the playoffs the last three or four years. Well, we've only been in school three years. I think they made it every year, right?
7: Yes, sir. So,
2: you know, tell, tell people what you want them to know about Island's High School Sharks uh, soccer program.
7: Well, I mean, we made it to the Elite Eight last year, but simply we were ready to win the state championship this year.
2: Well, you're six and two right now. I mean, and uh, it seems pretty much that you're almost. A, I don't want to jinx you, and Grande, coach. If you're listening, I'm not jinxing you. Pretty much a lock for the state playoffs. Uh, I mean, I don't foresee any really, really. I know you had a tough game with Pierce County. You beat them five four back in uh, on March seventh. Uh, you guys, you guys are right there. Uh, but there's something that you know every team has, and that's a leader, and that's your coach. Tell us something special about Coach Casagrande that you know that he brings to the soccer team and the soccer program at uh, at Islands High School.
7: Well, he prepares us mentally, physically for the season i couldn't kind of ask for a better coach now is he intense is he strict what, 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 you know he's pretty laid back but he can be serious when he wants to and he demand he demands you guys put everything out on the line you know he always and, expects 110
2: and he's been successful wherever he's coached so you know he's doing a great job there now you still got another year to go you're only a junior. The, you still got four or five games left. And then, of course, the playoffs, the region playoffs, and the state playoffs. Tell us so far you now what what you what your high school experience
7: has been like at Islands High School. Well, Islands has gave me an awesome, fun experience. There's not one person you can't become friends with at school. You know, so you enjoy being with the friends there? Oh, yeah. And the athletics? Great is- people there.
2: And what about the athletics? Does it meet your standards? Cause athletics everybody-
7: is above my standards. <laughs> Soccer is always... Amazing man. How does
2: it feel like you're being known, or you guys are known as, and I'm saying this, but it is true, you and Windsor Forest and New Hampshire's being the top programs as far as public schools, or even even the other schools here in Savannah, how, how does that make you feel?
7: It feels awesome, but we still got to prepare for Savannah Arts. <laughs> it's always tough with Savannah Arts. Oh, and yeah. that, that's our
2: rivalry, and uh, you haven't played them yet, have you?
7: No, sir. What's the
2: date on that? You, we
7: you play them um, not this Thursday, but next Thursday on the, I think it's the, be third? the 3rd April 3rd mm-hmm. is it going to be at Optimus field? Yes sir. Okay, so
2: it's their home field too, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, okay. Got to be. <laughs> now, you know, you, like I said, you talked you want to go to college, you want to play soccer. I mean, any specific schools been looking at you? Anybody make any contact with you yet?
7: Not yet, but there's always options out there. I haven't made a firm decision where, but I want to get into the pre-med program and study to be a nurse and this Well, you know, you got a year to go. You got to finish out
2: the season. Any goals as far as you know? I mean, personal goals as far as soccer goes before you graduate.
7: Reach 100 goals. I think you got a shot at doing 100 it? goals and at least 50 assists.
2: What are you up to now in assists? <laughs> 43,
7: 43. So
2: that, I mean, assists are a little easier than the goals, mm-hmm. right? Well,
7: <laughs> you can say so, but hopefully,
2: coach will put you back up front next year, and you, you can be that scoring machine as you were as a freshman. Well, you've done. Done a great job. 11 goals in three games this week. Uh, Islands High School along with – I'm not – Shying away from Savannah Cutch Day, uh, Savannah Arts, Windsor Forest. Always one of the top area uh, boys' soccer programs here, B.C., Richmond Hill. we got a lot of good good soccer here. I know football and basketball have been getting a lot of recognition, but the soccer programs in this area are very good. I think like 12 to 13 teams or 14 teams made it to the state playoffs last year. But anyway, this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week for March 22nd is Tyler Lee of Islands High School soccer program. Keep up the great work. And uh, once again, we'll get you back on you when you tell Tell me you're uh, signing a scholarship next year.
7: <laughs> Thank you, Coach.
2: There you go. That's from Dr. Bart Weatherington. Thank you okay, so much. Okay. You're welcome. Just hang out here so we can finish up. Remember, This is sponsored by the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts. Another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room. While at the Weather- Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care, pain relief to help you move better. Have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier life. So, visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, located at the corner of 70th Avenue and Waters Avenue, right here in Savannah, Georgia. The Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic. Once again, Tyler Lee, junior soccer player from Islands High School, this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. Next up, we'll talk to Jim Dirt Jordan, the dean of high school coaches here in Savannah, Georgia. He's assisting at the Georgia Athletic Coaches Association's North South Showcase, junior and senior basketball players, boys and girls, Down right down the road in Armstrong Atlantic State. Starts at 11 o'clock, so we've got to get to them soon. You're listening to the Call of the Sports Sportsport brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network.
1: DeMossi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head and 1400 and FM
2: 104.3. And I'm Paul DeMossi, and I'm glad you can join me for the the Call the Massey Sports Report every Saturday morning right here on ESPN Radio AM 1400 104.3 FM and once again it's all presented to you by presented to you by Optum Orthopedics they're doctor-led and patient-focused. Well, we got a big showcase going on right here this week in Savannah, Georgia, and that's the Georgia Athletic Coaches Association's North-South Basketball Showcase right here in Savannah at Armstrong Atlantic State. Such a great event every year. Uh, I, as Tim Jordan said yesterday on 3 and Out, our local uh, daily radio show here from 3 until 6 with Kevin Thomas, Matt Osborne, and B.J. Bennett, that it's been here for 10 years. And he is the dean of the high school coaches right now, and I know he's cringing when I say that, but he's joining us on On the ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline, the coach from the high, Savannah High, that is, Tim Jordan. What's up, coach? What's up, Carl? How you doing? Hey, it's Saturday morning. I'm talking local sports, and I'm talking about high school basketball. And once again, another big event here with the Georgia Athletic Coaches Association's All-Star Games. And uh, So how's it going over there? How's the atmosphere and the players and uh, what's happening right now?
6: Everything's great. Everything's great. Right now, everything's electric. It feels good over here, and everybody, everybody's excited already.
2: And you're starting out first with the junior girls, then the uh, senior a,
6: girls? i the junior girls, Carl, because if, if you think about it, some publications have made Asia Dura uh, the number one junior player in the country. So, you know, that's, that's very exciting to have the top player in the country in our game here.
2: Is she uh, on the south team or the north team?
6: She's on the North team. that She played for St. Pies. As a matter of fact, they just won back-to-back state championships. So, yes, yeah, she's on the North team. And her teammate actually plays on the uh, senior team that's going to be the Georgia Bulldogs next year.
2: Uh, we got so much talent there. And, uh, of course, we got the Region 3 5 A player of the year on the junior team. And that's Keisha Lewis out of Effingham County. There's a lot of talent out there. And, uh, I mean, the, the girls' game and the boys' games are, are exciting. And, Tim, for five bucks to watch five, uh, four talented, very talented games is, is, is not a bad deal. You hey, know the thing
6: about it, Carl? You're going to see some great players. That's as cheap as you can get it out. You're going to see some great players. These kids are also going to play on Saturdays. Some of them maybe get to play on Sundays and through the weekend in the NBA and the WNBA because we have some great talent here. Got kids going to Yukon, kids going to Tennessee, South Carolina, Florida. I mean, I mean you've got a lot of kids here. You know, and if you want to see some great basketball, you need to come out. And I, I think Savannah's a basketball town, so I think they really would enjoy it.
2: Well, and I know you and I uh, preach defense, but we're not going to see much defense yet today, are we, Coach?
6: I doubt you see much defense. because You know, it's kind of like a showcase-type game, as I, I told uh, Dennis earlier in the week. Um, kind of like a Harlem Globetrotter game. It's, it's kind of there for entertainment, but um, we told our guys it's a lot more entertaining, though, when you win. You know, it may start off like that at the beginning, like the NBA uh, All-Star game, but in the end, I think the kids got that competitive spirit, and you'll see some kids want to try to win at the end, I
2: promise you. Well, you know, we got we got a lot of local flavor in the game for the junior boys. We got Malik Ben Levy from Jenkins. We got Antoine Maxwell from Johnson, only six foot eight. And then in the senior game, you got your Keenan Gant from Effingham County, Mr. Basketball for the state of Georgia, going to Missouri. You got your guy Chris Mount uh Region Player of the Year, three. 3A region playing, going to the University of Alabama, Birmingham. Then you got Jamal Norman, also from the high, going to Savannah State, staying home and giving us some more uh, some more uh, pleasure watching him play. And, of course, Rico Bonds hasn't decided where he's going. So we really got a pretty decent team there, don't we? Yeah, we got some
6: great talent right here in the, in the Coastal Empire, so you get to see them probably from the last time. Play on the high school level, you know. Keenan was named the Georgia player at Mr. Georgia Basketball. That's pretty big, you know, for the state of Georgia because Georgia has some great players, and so to be named Georgia player, that's, that's pretty big for him. and mean, uh, you also have um, my, my guy Jamal and uh, Chris. Chris went, out, went home sick um, the other day, so I don't know if he's recuperating. I don't know. So he wasn't able to make practice, so I'm not sure about him yet. But Jamal will play, and Rico will play. Know that they will play, but um, got some good local flavor. Now, I think it's going to be an exciting game. The kids are kind of looking forward to it. Um, and uh, the games began at eleven. Like I said, we're about to start in a little while. Uh, got a junior girls' game at eleven, another girls' game at t- uh, one, boys' game at three and five. So it's two girls' games and then two boys' games.
2: Now I'm going to ask you to put on your coaches out here. You know, and I know you only got to work with them really one good practice yesterday. But how 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 easy is it to work with talented players like what you? On hand today over there at Altrincham Atlantic State. How how easy is it? How, how easy to do what, Carl? To coach talented players
6: like that, I mean, well, you, know you know, it's funny. And some of the coaches and I were sitting around talking to our, yesterday at the table, and we said, uh, you know, we were talking about different plays and different sets. But we said, what makes plays and play sets work is when you have talented players. That makes it a lot easier. We got some kids that are talented, so we got these guys. You know, pretty much can run anything you want to run. You know, you just show it to them one time, they pretty much pick it up. So plays really—that's why they, we only have one play before we play because a lot of these guys pretty much know everything. and They can pick up stuff really easy. Three, so if you get three or four talented players, they can pretty much do anything you want them to do. So it makes it a lot easier for you as a coach. because so you know as a coach well, the always, always good players make good coaches.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, great. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But once again, uh, always a pleasure talking to you. And I know you'll be on the sidelines for the 5 o'clock game. Once again, it's five bucks to get in. And how many games are there?
6: You got four games, two girls games and two boys. Girls at 11 and 1, boys at 3 and 5.
2: And we got the national, uh, the uh, state girls player of the year here. We got the uh, Mr. Basketball playing here. You guys will hold up your uh, end of the deal. So make sure those uh, blue-collar workers uh, do a good job for us. That's the plan,
6: kid. I told you, you know, the white-collar guys, the big-time guys, we're the blue-collar guys outside. We're going to try to get it down again, Carl.
2: Always a pleasure, Tim. Keep up the great work. All right, Carl. Thanks for having me. You got it. That's Tim Jordan, head coach at... Savannah High, he's assisting the North All-Star team, the senior North All-Star team. Like you just said, it's five bucks over at Armstrong Atlantic State. You four games. First game starting in 14 minutes, 11 o'clock, we got the junior girls. 1 o'clock, the senior girls. 3 o'clock, the junior boys. And 5 o'clock, the senior boys. And then we got some senior talent out there. You got Keisha Lewis playing in the junior game from FEM County, girls game on the senior side. We got Tiana Germain, two thousand point scorer just side with Kenestor State on the South senior team with Faith uh, Faith Sanders who is playing I always get this messed up at Northern Kentucky. So uh, look look forward for them and, and of course game, uh, the junior boys game we got Malik Ben Levy from Jenkins Antoine Maxwell from Johnson and in game. We got Chris Coakley. He's under the weather. We don't know if he's going to be playing. He's going to the University of Alabama, Birmingham. Jamal Norman going to uh, Savannah State. Both young players from uh, Savannah High. And, and of course, uh, Rico Bonds has not made up his mind. will here you attend. So once again, get out there to Armstrong Atlantic State for the Georgia Athletic Coaches Association North-South Junior Senior Basketball Showcase. Hey, if you need any kind of sporting goods, well, you're a coach, parent, local organization, you need uniforms, you need cleats, you need bats, you need balls, you need uniforms, you need T-shirts, you need running gear, you need weightlifting equipment, you need trophies to give to your team or to your employees. Well, you can find all your sporting goods and trophy needs at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies at located at 5 Olderthorpe Mall Annex right behind the Olderthorpe Mall right here in Savannah, Georgia. Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies is a Savannah family-owned business, and they've been in business for over 45 years. So stop by and get some great help from Russell. Rusty, my Janet at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies, and they will help you with all your sporting goods and trophy needs. Well, it's that time. Last break. Got to come back and wrap the show up. I'm Carl DeMasi. You're listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network.
1: And now back to the Carl Demasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics, on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM (laughs) 104.3.
2: I'm Carl Demasi, and I'm glad you could join me for the Call Demasi Sports Report every Saturday morning right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And it's all presented to you by Optimal Orthopedics. they doctor and patient-focused, same great place. Different name, used to be Southeastern Orthopedic Center, and now it's Optimal Orthopedics. And once again, every Saturday morning from 9 until 11. Well, you know, wrapping up, we never have enough time. To, to go full segment at the end of the show, but you just got to love it. Just talking local, local sports, it flies right by. And, uh, you know, I, I touched on the uh, morning news or the uh, scoreboard. I know I didn't get back to it, but I'll do this quick. Last night in baseball, Benedictine 8, Meadow 1. Stevie Powers throws a complete game six-hitter. His teammate, Chipper Wiley, threw a one-hitter on Tuesday. Calvary Day School beats Montgomery County 10-5. Jenkins overgroves 15-0. Effingham 21 nothing over Windsor Forest. Will Hodges throws a no-hitter. South Effingham, 1-0 over Statesboro. Big region game right there. Savannah Christian beats Johnson County 4-3. This is all baseball. And Tattano County beats Islands High School 11-4. In soccer, boys, Buford Academy over Bible Baptist 6-2. Effingham County over Bradwell 3-2. New Hempstead. Sorry, New Hampstead. I'm not in Nassau County, New York. It's Hampstead. Beats uh, Southeast Bullock 1-0. Windsor Forest 2-1 over Ware County. Richmond Hill 3-1 over Wayne County. And Glen Academy 10-0 over Groves. Girls Soccer, Windsor Forest 4. Ware County 1. Richmond Hill 6. Wayne Carey 1. Boys Tennis, BC 5. Toons County nothing. Girls Tennis, St. Vincent's 5. Toons County nothing. And in golf Thursday night. Action, Thursday afternoon action, Savannah Arts Academy, golfer Gus Beisel scores a 30, shoots a 30 in nine holes, needing only 10 putts with only two putting on the uh, birdie fourth hole that he birdied. And I heard on that one he just missed an eagle because it rimmed out, okay? And once again on the girls' side, Nicolette Weaver leads the girls with a 45. PGA News, okay, uh, Brian Harmon missed the cut at the Ar- Arnold Palmer Invitational, uh, Gene Sowers is one over. Hey, Gene Sowers is one over on the Champions Tour. Uh, Chris Epperson and Tim O'Neill are doing uh, well in the uh, Web.com Tour, and uh, Mark Silver's missed the cut in the Latin American Tour. So go to my Facebook page and you can see more about it. Uh, what our local golfers are doing as far as the coaches, college, uh, as far as the pro golf scene is. Um, so I'm rushing here. I want to get this all in. Here we go. At the Arnold Palmer Invitational, Brian Harmon missed the uh, cut, shooting four over. Champions Tour, Gene Sowers is tied for 40, 40th at one over. Web.com Tour in Panama, Claro Championship. Chris Epson's tied for 22nd at 200. Tim O'Neill tied for 48th at one over. And the Latin American NEC Tour in uh, Transamerica uh, Power Products. Open at La Lomos Golf Club in Mexico. Mark Silva's missed the cut. And uh, don't forget, Sanats, oh, April 3rd against the Lakewood Crawda- dads are defending South Atlantic League champions. That's starting soon. PJ, always a great job. I know I didn't give you much time to talk. Once again, thanks for uh, getting us through those little glitches. Always do a great job. So once again, quickly, Mercer beating Duke. Duke, you got 30 seconds.
4: Man, I actually picked it in the Ludo uh, Ludo app we got for Coach's Corner and the round around round scoring and picking we got. I actually picked that game because Mercer has great guys down low. Two Benedictine cadets there as well. I think actually this round as well, I'm going to pick them to beat Tennessee because I think they can. I think they're talented enough, and uh, we'll see about Tennessee. But I think Mercer actually goes to the Sweet 16.
2: And then yeah, Jordan McRae on uh, on Tennessee. He's from Liberty County High School. A little more Savannah flavor, local flavor there. Just an exciting time for March Madness. PJ, great job. I'll talk to you at the end of the show. Sounds good. And once again, you've been listening to the Call Demasi Sports Report. The f- two hours always flies by. Keep in mind following the show right here on ESPN Savannah AM 1400, 104.3 FM. You'll have national broadcasting. And remember, every Saturday morning from nine until eleven, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400, 104.3 FM. All part of the Southern Pigskin radio network and whatever whatever you may be doing the rest of the week or the rest of the weekend until next weekend always always have a great week
1: This has been the Carl DeMossi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and
6: FM 104.3.